This and all episodes of the podcast have been brought to you by our generous patrons over at Patreon The Daisy Podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can support the show each week, then please click the link in the description down below to find out more information about Patreon The Daisy Podcast. Thank you for your support. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 35 now, isn't it, Brim? I do believe so. I forgot what my push to talk button was then. I'm doing well, <laughs> I? Oh, mate, this week we have the one, the only Mass, who I don't think there's many servers out there that aren't running your Mass's uh, mods, mate. Uh, yeah, it's um, I'm very popular. <laughs> <laughs> we, I don't even know had someone, we even had someone just in chat there saying, uh, Dark Mando, um, he's going to message you. He's got some money to throw at you to do a mod. But, mate, I think part of the uh, popularity of your mods is, um, you know, they're just pretty much general items that most people, you know, like. like and you've got such a wide variety. Like, you know, you and I in chats, um, one of the things I love the most is your gun rack. I think it's the best gun rack in the game. Well, thank you. Yeah, um, it's just, uh, it looks like it's homemade. Yeah. Because it is homemade. That's the point. The, dr- the like- dresser with the drawers is pretty cool. I recently yes. uh, discovered that on a, on a server, and uh, yeah, I quite enjoyed uh, yeah. thinking about getting that going. That looked really cool, because I've got one that's somewhat similar looking. That's not not quite as nice looking as the as the one in the mod pack. IRL is not quite as good as in game anymore, but uh, yeah, that that I wasn't expecting that to be there. Well, the the whole like point of the dresser was um, on my server on New Dawn. I uh, had a group that was fairly large at that point, and everybody was just like dedicating entire tents and stuff to clothing items and stuff. And I was like, "There's a better way to do this." So I, I made an item that takes just clothing items. And, yeah, now you can have uh, as many dressers as you need for all your clothing items instead of just filling tents to the brim with clothing items. Helkiana's in chat saying, what about mine? I love yours too, Helkiana, uh, but I like Mass's one because it's, like you said, more um, homemade style as opposed to you looking like something that just came from a military barracks or a, uh, a flat pack from Ikea or something like that. Uh, but, yeah. So, Mass, how long have you been modding for, mate? Uh, well, let's see. My mod, uh, whenever I first released it, it was my very first mod, and I had no experience prior to that. So, one moment, and I can actually tell you exactly whenever I started modding. Uh, that was November 17th, 2018. So, there you go. I've been modding for that long. I would have expected it to be a lot longer, considering how much you've done. Like, I mean, I've only been in the Daisy community properly myself for about two, two and a half years, like properly by myself. And it, it's been, it seems like there doesn't, it seems like it's so long ago since, since your many items mod pack came out. It seems, seems inconceivable that it's only been that short amount of time. Yeah, um, well, the only experience I had back then as well was a little bit of Photoshop. I, I just overlaid textures, and I and I, I put a lot of you know time into just these really crappy retextures. I'd I'd make a camouflage and then overlay it on top of a vanilla texture and then upload it. 
And the way I did my configs back then was all wrong as well. I ended up having to revise my mod several times because I just didn't know what I was doing all too well. And yeah, I had no experience at all with anything except for Photoshop. What's the mod? I had a lot of free time though. The mod I'm most proud of. Um. Well, I think it's my uh, my master's mini item overhaul mod. I think I'm the most proud of, but a good second would definitely be um, Winter Trinaris because I I put a lot of effort into that as well, keeping it updated and keeping it. I made some changes to it that uh, now nobody would probably use the mod without like the uh, the the sound effects like uh, you're running around and you hear the snow and stuff. I added that. Um, I added the snowy zombies. I that was that was hell. Um, I redid the snow textures too. All sorts of stuff. It seems strange, like something so what would maybe seem so insignificant, such as the sound of the snow crackling under your feet on a winter map. It seems like something so many people would miss. But like you say, it's now you we couldn't imagine winter Chinaris or a winter map in Daisy without that being a thing. Yeah, um, I also did the the ambience. So if you notice the ambience changes in, in Winter Trinaris, it makes the map feel colder as well. Uh, I did that as well. I love your um, I, stew that you've got, the stew recipe as well. I remember when that first came onto Daisy Down Under, I was running a trader at the time, and I made it kind of my mission to always try to have cooked stew. So whenever I had customers come to do a trade, Part of every uh, transaction, I would give them a bowl of stew. Just sounds sound stupid, but it was just something different to, you know, separate us from the um, from the other uh, traders who were on the server as well. You know, we provided the more homely service. At that point in time, uh, I wanted to implement like proper recipes and stuff into the game, and I may still do that at some point. Well, actually, you know something a little bit about that. Um, but yeah, whenever I first implemented the stew, that, that was the goal just to make the game more in depth and immersive. Just, I've just been flicking through all the different items you've got, um, in the masses, uh, many item overhaul. Um, probably one of my favorites is the, uh, wolf, um, suppressed AR. I love that gun. I fucking love that gun. I don't think I've ever killed anyone with it, but I love the gun regardless. You visually, say that about most. <laughs> visually, that gun is really stupid looking, but it is based off of a real gun. Uh, it's an amalgamation of parts. It's it's uh, it's got. I, I used to have a uh, an M four seventeen, or not an M four seventeen, an M one ten in my mod, which I then replaced with the M four seventeen model because the model was better. Um, like stat wise, they're identical. Um, but I scrapped the M the M110 and used the uh you know like the 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 upper and the lower receiver and I mm. used the SVT stock with it to create that really weird gun but it does exist it's a real gun I just love that it's you don't have to go out and find a suppressor cuz like back in the day I I always used to run a gun with a suppressor and you'd end up having to repair it or carry a couple of spares so for me, having one that's integrally suppressed is quite good. But then you add on the fact that it happens to be that gun 
firing nine by 39, which is the same as the VSS, you know, as, as I'm sure most of us know, you know, it just packs quite a decent little punch. And it's, uh, it, I, I, I agree with Boydie. I think it's a fantastic weapon. It is a underrated, uh, 9x39 is an underrated caliber. I think yes. it's a very interesting, interesting caliber. And I just like, I would it like because to it keep using my it. play style because I like to be quiet um, um, as much as possible because I suck at PvP, so the less people can hear me. And if you get the armor-piercing rounds, that thing just shreds infected as well. One or two rounds, most infected will drop, um, and hardly anyone hears it. You know, It's almost like firing the amphibia. Some of the suppressors are quite buggy, um, but that gun, um, plus it's you know, internally suppressed, so you don't have to worry about the suppressor wearing out. Yeah, um, if you like integrally suppressed guns, um, you might like to know that I'm actually, uh, I've actually got one coming in my next update. Nice. Another integrally suppressed gun. I could send you a screenshot if you're curious. It's a, uh, interesting thing. Yeah, send us a screenshot. We'll show everyone. Sneak peek right, reveal here. Guest chat. Now, while you do that, let's actually read your, um, bio that you sent us. So, hello everyone, I'm Mass. I'm 23 years old and live in the USA. I'm an intermediate modeler texturer and a very novice scripter. I started playing DayZ during the original mods population boom back in 2013, meaning I've essentially grown up playing DayZ. Now, I'm well known in the community as a modder who has developed the mod, uh, the mod Mass's Many Item Overhaul. I've helped with many projects like Dumpgrass Smithing and Smelting Mod. I took over Winter Shinaris and helped create many updates for it as well as keeping it updated and functional with DayZ's Many Updates and many more projects. I'm also a developer for the server New Dawn DayZ and have been part of that family since before I started modding for DayZ in the first place. I am an, I, I laughed when I read this. I am an unemployed neckbeard who survives off of uh, making commissions for the DayZ and VR chat communities. As for current DayZ projects right now, I am uh, only have keeping my mod updated on my agenda aside from commission work that it's requested on me. Of course, this may change as I'm very in-the-moment kind of person who makes updates based on what I think is cool and fits in with the game. I would also like to thank my many contributors and teachers for where I am now, Nephoria, Dumpgra, Cletus, Lad, Helkiana, Thurston, Not a Banana, and Modern. I do not have any social medias other than my Twitch and YouTube that I occasionally post mod updates or the occasional Let's Play series. I rarely stream mod development on Twitch. And there's links to his uh, Twitch channel, which I'll post in there. So why don't you see you stream much on Twitch, mate? Uh, mainly my internet sucks. Um, that sucks. But, you know, I used to uh, I used to stream all the time um, before I moved into this. Uh, I, I live in like a really small town in the USA, and it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. And the internet's really bad here. And to get better internet, it's it's extremely expensive. It's a bit over my budget, unfortunately. If I had better internet, I probably would stream more. Well, we need to get you more um, uh, commission jobs, mate, so you can um, be like Helkiana. I did. I do actually have to divert a little bit here. I saw something really sad. Um, Helkiana deleted all of her VODs because um, she streams a lot of her um, stuff as well. And it was <clears throat> actually it says a lot about Helkiana as a person. Like you shouted her out. Uh, but she apologised to everyone who'd been watching her VODs to learn about modding herself um, and said she's going to try and get some videos up. I honestly think you should do the same, mate. Um, I think there's more um, people out there who want to know. And, you know, like like myself, we're running my server now. 
Um, if it wasn't for Rudy, who's in chat as well, I would be in so over my head. Like, Dumpgrass helps out where he can. Um, Spud has been really generous of his time as well and helped me with a few things, but um, Rudy's been doing the lion's share of the work. But it's so hard to find information on this sort of stuff. So I think there is a market brim for modders to be how to do, you know, like um, one of our previous guests, um, uh, Matthew Longtar time, um, to do videos showing boomers and just people who are interested where to begin, how to start. Yeah, I, th I think when when you consider when you consider it's mass as many items overhaul as well, you know, there there's a name behind that, there's a meaning yeah. behind that. You know, there is a positive meaning behind that as well. So, I think if you're an up and coming modder who wants to create mods for the Daisy community, has a little bit of know how, you know. You, you probably, you know, if you've got even the slightest bit of sense, you look up to to, to that mod and to Mass as a, as a person as well, as a modder, and sort of go, right, well, that's something I, I want to be able to get to that level of. So like I, said, I think there's a massive gap in the market, a good, a good YouTube channel full of tips and tricks. This is how I modded in the stew. This is how I did yep. this. This is how I did that. I think I think that would be extremely valuable to the community as a whole. Yeah, start with the simple ones, which, you know, from what I understand, is just retexturing items um, and then work your way up to creating furniture, um, creating map uh, mods, you know, like you've done with the, the Winter Churnerous one and um, stuff like that. I, I, Mass, I think that would be a real game changer for a lot of people out there. Yeah, um as you said, the the first the first step is definitely uh, retextures. I think because that's how I started. Um, and yep. every time somebody asks me for help on modding, I always send them a uh, an old Septic Falcon video, um, to which basically teaches them how to uh, to retexture things because it's a very it's a very basic. Basically, you have to you have to get ready to learn config work because a lot of the that early modding is just config work. And and redoing retextures kind of uh, opens you up to basic config work. Um, as as you guys are saying for like doing streams or or doing YouTube tutorials and stuff, um, I I would be up for doing something like that. But uh, I never really I'm not a good person at talking. I've never been great at talking or explaining things. Um, I just kind of at the time I would just show people what I did instead of you know talking. Yeah, Helkiana is also saying that, person. and I'd be interested in your opinion on this, um, uh, that the only reason why she wouldn't really want to make proper tutorials is because I'm still learning every day. I always go back and redo stuff. So having a video out there kind of makes it set in stone, um, which I understand. But at the same time, I agree Matt, with that. the same time, though, a lot of people need a starting point. And, you know, that's something you could just put in your videos is that you're constantly going back and, yeah, you'll learn new things from different people. Um, an animation for items video would be great, but no worries if you've done. Um, yeah, like I know Matthew long time did a couple of videos, um, you know, how to create a melee item and stuff like that. Um, I just think there's, you know, Scale Speed has said it there as well. Just do a YouTube search and you'll see the lack of tutorials from how to mod and how to install and update mods. And part of it as well, which might be a bit past you and, you know, um, but from what I understand, Daisy is a bit unique because of Infusion. Is that right, Mass? Um, 
to be honest with you, I couldn't tell you how much how unique Daisy is to most engines. But what I can tell you is that the lighting engine is terrible, <laughs> and that that is definitely very unique. Yeah. Because I, I work with textures a lot, so I've seen I've seen it. It's it's it makes me want to tear my hair out. I I, I think there's a market for some basic guides, uh, just simple to, and you know just encourage people. Um, you know, point them in the direction of where to go. Um, like I had one person just say to me, just Google it, you'll find it. And I tried Googling it and it's so overwhelming. Um, it, you know, it is, it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even pointing out, um, luckily there were some really nice people with the server management side of it um, who pointed me to some basic stuff on how to learn about JSONs and XML files. And, um, you know, I'm still getting my head around that. And now we've got this um, Survivor uh, Missions mod. I need to start learning about C and C++, which kind of scares the crap out of me. But at the same time, I said, well, if I did learn about JSON and XML, maybe I can learn about this other stuff, the basics of it, so I can customize the mod to suit my server. Do you get into that at all, Brim? No, nope, you might as well have just been speaking Japanese. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know the word JSON. I know, I know, I know that C++ or whatever, it, or C++ or whatever it's called is a thing, and it's some sort of coding language. My The length of my knowledge on PCs is I can turn it on, I can watch porn, and I can fall asleep. That's about <laughs> the, the length of knowledge I've got. So how the fuck I've made it this far is far beyond me. You know what, man? Um... I kind of feel the same way. <laughs> exactly the same way. That doesn't fill think, me full of confidence, mate, I'll be honest. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I, I have a passion for DayZ, so I, I spend all my time on it. Or at least I used to. I, I still do, but it comes and goes. I think that's normal. I think you just gained yourself a bunch of followers uh, from my channel, uh, Brim. Preach. <laughs> well, you know, I, just, I, I speaks the truth. What can I say? Uh, so what what have you got in the pipeline? What have you got coming up, mate? What do I have coming up? Uh, so I've got a uh, integrally suppressed twenty two that I've been working on for the past day or so. Um, it's probably the worst gun in the entire game, uh, but it holds twenty five rounds in the chamber. So that's right. You shared an image of that. Let me just bring that up. I made that one. Uh, in about a day, texture-wise and model. Yep. There you go, folks. So you mentioned you do commission work. How do people get in contact with you to uh, get the ball rolling with that? Usually just uh, send me a DM on Discord. Um, you don't need to send me a friend request. My Discord has uh, always been open. Even though I'm on Do Not Disturb, it is simply to... Lock out the many notifications that I get. I always do read my Discord. Sometimes I haters. kind of don't because I'm sleeping. And sometimes I may be sleeping in the middle of the day. You never know with me. So, you know, uh, <laughs> it just, you know, just message me and I'll I'll usually reply. Unless, you know, unless you're Russian and trying to repack my mod, then I might kind of tell you, no, no thank you. <laughs> but probably not use those such nice words as no thank you. No, no, no. I, I just say no thank you. Well, aren't you, Mr. Polite? 
it's always our guests bringing us up, isn't it? All our guests yeah. are polite and lovely about things, and we're the arseholes that here uh, bringing our for, bringing our guests Ray Ray. down to our level. <laughs> well, except yeah, except Ray Ray. Ray. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. You were going to say? No, no. Uh, well, I was going to say I'm not the nicest person in the world, obviously. Um, but I don't think I'm a jerk either. Uh, after a certain point of dealing with so many people, you kind of stop being nice sometimes. Like, I get absolutely hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages over the course of... It's probably been thousands of messages over the course of the time I've had my mod. <laughs> and it's just, uh, you know, it's kind of overwhelming sometimes. Especially whenever the damn game updates and something's broken and I'm just like, dude, I know. I can imagine that's got to be I'm an working absolute on nightmare for you. Like, well, as soon as any sort of update to DayZ hits, I can imagine you, along with every other modder, absolutely gets destroyed with DMs. Like, update your mod. This is broken. This doesn't work. There's been an update. I, I, I. That's why I've got ultimate amount of respect for people like you that do the modding that you do, because I would lose my shit immediately with the first message. Yeah. So that's actually my biggest problem with modding. Um, whenever something goes wrong or when, like every time I have to push an update, I, I have anxiety. So it stresses me out so bad. Like it is insane. The amount of stress that I feel every single time I add something new to the game or if I have to update the game, because I'm worried that I'm going to break the entire, <laughs> like every server. I'm going to, I'm going to kill Daisy single-handedly. I, 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 it drives me absolutely insane. Especially with um, when an update comes as well, it's it's it just Especially. seems to be um, such a stressful time for people like yourself and um, even server owners, and it's just yeah, an absolute nightmare. I'm not looking forward to uh, 1.10 myself personally. I'm both looking forward to it and not looking forward to it. My mod is um, is ready for it, I think, but the problem with that is. I don't know if it's going to play well with other mods like after 1.10, right? Maybe I did something wrong. Maybe I didn't. Maybe somebody else did something wrong. I yeah. don't know. But yeah, that's the problem. Every time the game changes, you don't know if uh, what you did to accommodate those changes are right until, you know, it's already done and, and, and tested with in servers. What's been the worst patch for you so far? 109. Yeah? Uh, no, 108 and 109, I think, were the worst. Because of the what? default bug that, that was with it. I, actually, I think 109 fixed that, didn't it? Or was it 110 that did? I think I it was remember. 109 that fixed it. 108 okay, was then, from what then, I remember. Then definitely was it was 108. Yeah. yeah, then it was 108. Because Someone in chat will probably people kept, Yeah, people kept telling me that uh, that my mod was broken. And my mod was working on, on a lot of servers, and then it wasn't on another, like, ton of servers. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't no, they're know what saying to it's do. 1.10. They're saying it's 1.10 that's fixing it. Okay, okay. So it was 108 and 109. Basically, yeah. 108 and the combination of those last two updates are basically what led me to the point to where I am now, where I just, I don't really want to mod much anymore. Because it's just, yeah, it's very stressful. I can imagine quite a lot of guys... And it's free just, work, too. 
yeah and i can imagine a lot of guys such as yourself that do a lot of modding that that probably with with bugs like that inventory bug and things like that immediately everyone just assumes that it's that it's an issue with a mod so i can imagine that probably meant that you got quite a fair few messages just from just from people thinking it was the mod not realizing that it actually it wasn't a mod issue it was a an actual base game issue yeah which sucks really bad especially because i'm not a professional um script or anything if it wasn't for the many contributors that i have on my mod like script wise my mod would be so much more boring i mean i'm not like oh man like the i don't know if you guys know like my mod has custom uh they're not really custom animations but they're like custom animation states where some of my guns have animations that are from different guns comprised together in like an amalgamation sort of I don't know, a good example would be the MP153. Uh, if you notice, the MP153 has a SKS bolt, but a um, pump action reload. So you load it from the bottom. That's actually the most complex gun on the entire workshop, I believe. And that is all um, script work from Niforia, one of my uh, best contributors. Just seeing your chat there, Pylinge uh, was saying, can I suggest that all modders update the description to indicate if the mod is confirmed working uh, on 1.10? 1. Uh, um, and the, yeah, the, the issue does come um, down to um, the, just the availability of the modders, Pylinge, um, um, that you know, they're doing this for the most part free from their own time. So it'd be great if they could, but at the same time, it's pretty unreasonable to expect them to just drop everything and race and update their mod the minute it drops. And I think that comes down to, I can't remember which patch it was, but there was one that um, really uh, didn't play well with all the mods. Um, and it caused an absolute nightmare for the server owners. And it, it it's something that DayZ needs to address is you know, um, better collaboration with the modders so that when a new patch goes to stable, the modders have had enough time to get themselves ready uh, because as much as they um, uh, might not like it, but modding is a, such a massive part of DayZ now. And if yeah. the mods break, you just see you see it in discords all the time, don't you, Brim? People sitting there going, fucking DayZ's broken again, fucking DayZ's broken again. Yeah. And it's not DayZ. <laughs> DayZ vanilla is running quite stable. It's the mod issues. Yeah, and I think how Kiana brought up a very good point in in your chat there as well. You know, saying that saying that um, obviously she's had to, there's been times where she's had to excuse herself from work, so she has to come home. Uh, you know, because Daisy's dropped an update on a Thursday at you know at lunchtime. I think if the devs can can actually push out updates consistently at the right time, so to speak, whatever time that may be. Then I think that will help quite a lot with with you know with modding being able to actually update things because I, I would hate if I was a modder to to suddenly get a notification halfway through the day midweek and saying oh yeah Daisy's dropped an update you need to you need to uh, go ahead and update shit and it's like well I've still got fucking five hours left at work and I can't leave yeah that's that's the one that's also one of the worst parts is that they're very very random they are insanely random when it comes to whenever yeah. they want to update it like everybody like kind of expects an update on wednesdays that's kind of how that goes but at the same time that's like only a 50 50 chance 
Yeah, it seems it, to me. It, it's, it's either one of... Wednesday or it's on some other random day. Yeah, see, for me, I, I think personally that that when the devs drop an update, it should be on a Friday. And I mean, it, I think it's it's kind of difficult for them as well because obviously the entire world doesn't run off one time zone. There's hundreds of different time zones around the world in different countries. Yep. So you're, ne you're never going to please everybody, you know. But I, th I think there, there should be a point where they say, right, a lot of the world at this point, a lot of the Western world who are the ones playing this game are are currently, you know, it's, it's about to be a Friday afternoon. Maybe we should drop it, you know, when everyone's sort of within a few hours of early evening. That way, everyone's got the weekend to update and play everything and, you know, and sort of go from there. Well, from a from a development perspective, I think Friday would not be a good uh, a good day for that. Just simply because, what if there's something majorly wrong? They can't fix yes. it until and until if, next it's, if it's broken for the I entire weekend, the people will riot. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, Monday, I think Monday. And Emu Export is Wednesday, saying in chat so. there, communication is the key. Not just communication, but I honestly think what you were talking about, Matt. They need to standardize it. They, everyone needs to know. That you know, pretty much like it used to be with the um, status report. It came out every Tuesday from memory. They need to drop a stable version. You know, if it's not going to be this Monday, then we know it's not coming until next Monday, um, so that people can oh, yeah. you know prepare. You know, again, I'm not expecting them to drop everything, but for those who are passionate, like yourself, like Helkiana, um, and like some of the other modders out there, they know. Okay, it's going to be next Monday. Um, uh, or the Monday after, then they can prepare as much as they possibly can. You know, if they've got an understanding employer and say, I might be late to work or whatever because, you know, something's dropping. And, yeah, just the, the more they can do to help the modders who are helping the game, the better it is for Daisy. Yeah. Um, I think in I think in 108 or 109 they did that, actually. Well, sort of. They gave us, like, a 24-hour... Thing they said, well, stable update is coming out tomorrow. I don't remember what update that was, but I know they did that, and it was very nice. Now I just have to quickly ask: Sorry. EMU export? Are you Western Australian? Because that's a um, classic beer uh, from Western Australia, where I'm from. It tastes like goat piss. It is a fucking nasty drop, but yeah, it's a classic uh, West Australian beer. If it's alcohol and it fits in a glass, drink it. <laughs> oh, so what Helkiana just said in the chat, um, yeah, they uh, there are ways we can prepare for an update now that were not necessarily known before. We can add our uh, our updated like scripts, um, and then have a uh, a define which basically says if the game version is this, then it will use one set of scripts, and if the game version is this, it will use an entirely new set of scripts. Yeah. And a big one there that was mentioned earlier on as well uh, by Dazzy Boy. Code Lock is a prime example. It takes a couple of weeks for its modder to get on top of a Daisy update, and it's such a largely used mod. So there's only so much they can do. Um, at the end of the day, people have got to be patient. We love our PC and mods and all the rest of it, but it's a bit of a double-edged sword. It can work against us when, particularly if it's a complex update has dropped and has changed a lot of the core stuff, then people need to be just chill, give the server owners some time. They might have to remove mods. It's going to fuck things up a bit, but um, until things get um, steadied and, yeah, just 
calm your farm and, and chill. The, the, the modders will get on top of it as soon as they possibly can. Like, I remember, you might know, Mass, there was some modder, we've talked about it a few times, I think, Brim, some modder who went on holidays um, and an Dr. update. Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. Yeah. And Jones people the lost mod. their fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. shit over it. And and also, quick shout out to Dr. Jones as well, because I recently noticed that his trader mod has had an update, and it does say on the, uh, on the workshop page that the update was uh, to prepare it for 110. So he's still he's still supporting that mod, and I think it, I think absolutely he should be because it's it's uh, you know it, it's such a widely used. I think it's got to be one of the most, if not the most, subscribed mod for for Daisy. It's got to be up there, top three, I would imagine, because it's such a it's such a powerhouse of a mod. I'm just looking at the comments on your uh, masses mod. Sadly, there wasn't anything um, in there, but I'm just I'm so used to um, people in there just with comments like "fix your mod, fix your mod." Just the entitlement of some people. Just yeah, yeah. yeah some people need um, to sit down and have a quiet word with themselves in a corner <laughs> with a shotgun. Uh, on uh, on New Dawn, we have a uh, like a meme image of like a bunch of zombies, and above the zombies are captions to imply that the zombies are commenting on mod pages, and <laughs> and uh, it's uh, fix your mod, broken PBO, game not working. Yeah, and it's yeah. Uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, well, we'll move I on. Look to for the... it, but I bet you it's buried. We're going to move on to the other topics that we've got tonight. Um, the first one I want to do is a big thank you to, um, I did a bit of it before the uh, podcast, but I want to do it again now that the podcast is live. Big thank you to everyone who supported us, whether it be on Patreon, whether it be through subs um, on the channel, um, just watching the video, sharing it. Um, but recently we were able to do something really nice. Brim, have you got your mug yet? Arrived only a few hours ago, in fact, would you believe? Show it up I there for uh, everyone. I'll tell you what I'll do Looks even nice. better. Let me I need one of those. Turn, one, turn one of my lights off so it's not as bad. And flip so it around. You've got the Daisy podcast on one side. And then because I'm pushed to talk with my mouse, it's got my uh, my logo backwards as fuck on the other side. It only looks backwards because it's on camera. But yeah, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a lovely mug as well. I've, it's been a while since I've had a proper like white glossy mug. Obviously, I bought yep. myself one of my own uh, one of my own magic mugs when I got my merch store up and running. But yeah, that's it's nice to have a nice new one. The logo looks so good. Is it Asmondian that did that? Wasn't it? Asmo uh, no, uh, yeah, Asmondian uh, made the um, Daisy podcast logo for us. Yeah, um, but not only was I able to get some for my co-hosts, um, I ordered myself one, but I fucked up and. Just got a plain Daisy podcast. I didn't put my logo on it because I'm an idiot. You plonker. But we were also able to do them for the dev team, um, including Jakub, who some of you may remember, um, and as Mondian, where he was able to, um, was able to make custom logos for people. So they've all been sent. Um, I was hoping they would have arrived today. Uh, but they haven't, sadly. Um, I'll show you some racks one. That's that's by far my favourite bit of those mugs is the fact that Asmondian has managed to go in and create like a custom logo for each different 
individual where he could, a, you know, their specific mug where he could. I think that's absolutely brilliant. We also sent them to uh, Brian Hicks and Dean Hall as well. Um, <clears throat> so they should all get Those them. Those guys are my heroes. Yeah. Um, I know Foxy um, received his. Um, Vallis Mike, I saw him on Twitter as well. Um, he just posted his. Um, his logo looks fucking awesome on the mug, uh, Brim. Look at that. Oh, that looks awesome. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> so uh, that that was um, something that, you know, it wouldn't have been possible without the support of all of you who jump in here and watch the show each week. And, um, yeah. <clears throat> um, and if you do want one um, done yourself and you want to order it from the website, just send me your logo. I'll put it up there so you can buy yourself one as well with your own logo on the other side of it as well. Happy to do that for anyone who wants to order one that way as well. Um, sadly, as much as I'd love to, if I win Gold Lotto, maybe I'll uh, be able to do it for everyone who wants one. Um, but yeah, I've only got so much money I could throw around or the missus will cut my balls off. Um, but yeah, so that's something that, um, thanks to all of you, we were able to get done on behalf of the uh, podcast and the podcast audience. And also, once again, a big shout out to Asmondian for not only making the um, Daisy podcast logo, but also, and he didn't, it wouldn't accept a cent from me either, um, but for creating um, the actual uh, mug logos for the dev team and all the rest of them as well. He's just such a nice guy. Such a nice guy, Mass. He is. He is brilliant, isn't he? Now, the next topic was um, Daisy um, is now on consoles. Um, the new generation consoles. And I saw, um, <laughs> I like Foxy's uh, image there, Daisy be like <laughs> superimposing the uh, new generation consoles and that. But people are saying it's um, really, really performing so much better than it did on the um, old gen consoles, Mass. That's, um, that's cool. I mean, I, I started off in the console, uh, well, I started off playing games on a console like many people, I yep. believe. Um, good old-fashioned Battlefield Bad Company 2 slash Modern Warfare 2. Yep. Uh, and then eventually I got a laptop for uh, my birthday, uh, like around 2012 or something, and eventually I started playing Daisy mod on that same laptop and I had like a constant 20 FPS and it was amazing. <laughs> Actually it was constant 1520. It was horrible. Yeah. Um, but anyway, right. um, Rhino saying I, in chat, it looks so good on new consoles, seeing someone driving through Chernow and it was so pretty. Um, it's just uh, blurt saying there, who cares Brim? Um, but uh, mate, so many people have come across to PC from console, haven't they, Brim? Yeah, yeah. It seems we we do get it somewhat frequently, don't we, as well, where someone will pop into the into the chat during an episode of the podcast and say, "Oh, you know, I've I've literally just started playing on PC. You know, was a fan of Daisy for years, watching it on Twitch and YouTube, and you know, playing it on Xbox or PlayStation or whatever else. You know, and now I've decided to come over to PC. I'm loving the mods and blah blah blah. We we get it." Not as not as often as I'd like, but you know it's uh, it's it's brilliant. I mean, I haven't played I haven't played console at all in over a year now, mm. and 
I kind of want to go back to it, but at the same time, I'm not going to go spending the whatever it is, 500 odd quid on a brand new console when I've got a fucking perfectly good PC here that's, uh, you know, going to do so much more. Yeah, that's that's my argument as well, actually. I just don't see the point. Look, there are some um, uh, console exclusive titles um, that definitely, you know, I again, I'm a PC gamer now. Um, I've got an Xbox, um, the previous series, and it sits there more as a paperweight. I was using it to make the TV a smart TV, but I've got a smart TV now, so I can't remember the last time I turned it on. Um, but The Last of Us 2, um, yeah, it doesn't really interest me that much. But The Last of Us, fuck me, that was a good game. And that's a, a console exclusive title. It was. You can emulate um, that now. You can emulate it? Well, there you go. Um, but when you couldn't, Oh my fucking god! It was an amazing game, absolutely amazing. Um, so, yeah, I got a dumb TV, love it. <laughs> but no, look, <laughs> consoles. Um, you know, for, not everyone can afford to buy a, P- a gaming PC as well. Um, yeah, and consoles, especially for parents, you know, it makes it easy. You know that they're like, how long did the last um, series of uh, consoles last for? Brim, five, ten years? How much? How long were they? give or take yeah well that's the thing is they always bring out different versions don't they so with the xbox you'd have the xbox one then you get the xbox one mm. s and the xbox one x and, and, then, yeah, and then you get the yeah and then you get the <clears throat> and like back in the day you had like the 360 the 360 arcade the 360 elite yeah so they'd have so many different versions but they'd all pretty much do the same thing they weren't a massive a massive difference from one to the other so it was more. I think it's more of a marketing thing. It's just they want to get as much money out of it as possible, and they always, they always sneakily, you know, as they bring them out around about Christmas time, just so that all the parent, all the kids are like, "Mummy, mummy, I want the new Xbox." Yeah. And they're like, oh, yes. Well, it's fucking Christmas. Gonna have to fucking get it now, and I. But I would rather. <laughs> Blur's asking me what would I rather play Daisy on. Of course, I'm going to say PC, um, but oh, yeah. I still think it's great that you know, from what I can understand, there's no other game like Daisy on console. Um, and it's creating its whole new audience of, you know, so many people. Like Raikou in chat here, um, he's a console player as well, yet he's here watching the Daisy podcast. Um, it's, you know, the, the whole um, PC Master Race, um, it's a bit of a joke in that, but at the same time, I've got a Man. lot of... Scale Speed has got it there as well. You can play chilled out, relaxing on the couch of a controller. Um, you know, I, I miss... Um, sorry. No, go for it, mate. Go for it. Uh, my bad. Uh, so, I was wanting to say, um, I could probably build a computer for around the same price, if not cheaper, than a uh, than a new 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 gen console that'll run Daisy fine. But of course, it would probably only just run Daisy and games around that generation. Yeah. Yeah. Bomb saying. Sorry, go on. But exclusive. I have been on console since I was a kid. I'm still on PS4, but this time I'm coming to PC. And yeah, it's a gateway to PC for those who want to. Otherwise, you know, for a casual gamer, someone who's not, you know, most PC gamers are a bit more hardcore of a gamer as well. Um, that said, there are some hardcore console players as well, but um, it's just so much easier. Plug and play. Set yeah. the thing up and barring if you're blowing vape into the bottom of your Xbox to make it look like it's um, on fire, I just <laughs> laugh at that. That was fucking hilarious. 
the fact that they had to tweet out, we can't believe that we have to say this, but please don't blow vape clouds into the bottom of your Xbox. Um, yeah. I th- I think that was con- funny. I think consoles are to gaming what marijuana is to, to drugs. Or, or what, <laughs> what old people think marijuana is to drugs. I think it's yeah. a gateway and you're going you're gonna to go on to something so much worse. Hmm. I mean, in a way, it's kind of true. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I always had... Con- I only got a PC what, January of last year? Yeah, January 2019 was when I first got my first ever proper gaming PC. Like We used to have a family PC that we'd all use that had like Windows 98 and the original version of Paint on it and things like that. You know what I mean? Like the old crappy stuff when I was a kid. But like I've been I've been console for, for years. First console, Nintendo GameCube, and then just sort of stepped up from there. And I will say I do miss... I do miss sitting on the uh, on the sofa with my Xbox controller and just playing playing Call of Duty for twelve yep. God knows how many hours a day. I do miss it. I do yeah. a little bit. But... So I've got some fond memories of doing the same Call of Duty Black Ops and with the mates and the headset on and just chatting yeah. away and yeah, it was fun. The old Modern you Warfare can... Two lobbies and you know the Xbox party chats that were. You know, we can't repeat nowadays what oh. sort of things were said back then because, uh, you know, we'd all lose our livelihoods and probably go to jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do that with PC, though. Yeah. You can, uh, yeah, you can totally still do that. Hook um, up a controller. Plug and... in a controller and... Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd, I'd and if you want to be in your living room, you can yeah. just, you know, stream it. I, I was doing it somewhat like that for a while because I was still back along playing uh, gta 5 and i've only ever played gta 5 with a with a controller and to anyone out there who can play gta 5 mouse and keyboard i fucking salute you because damn that i need my xbox controller for that and even then i'm probably not going to do very well so i, I but I've, I've put i've even gone to the extent of putting my controller in the same box as my xbox in the bottom of my wardrobe buried one day i'll probably get it back out but for now that ain't happening. I look yeah. forward to uh, to seeing the new uh, the new Daisy players that come over from console. Though, I look forward to that. I welcome them with open arms. Yeah, what was that? Wasn't there a streamer? Was it was it Dude I Rage or someone along his his lines who bumped into a a, a new player in game that had come over from yeah. like a free weekend or something? And I think we we mentioned it on the podcast when we had Dude on, and it was instead of obviously just KOSing the guy or being like, oh, you're new, here's a can of beans, now fuck off. He literally took him under his wing and was like, right, I'm going to show you how this game is actually played. Let's have a fucking adventure. And the guy was like, I had the best time of my life. Like, nothing can ever beat that. Yeah. Well, hold that thought because we've got a topic coming up similar to that later um, yeah. about Daisy I, I experiences. Think, I think... Yeah, and I think that's what is unique about Daisy as well, isn't it? That you you're not going to get that with GTA. You're not going to get that with Call of Duty. So it is completely yeah completely Daisy related. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. Yep, there is a funny um, dude. I rage is actually a friend of mine that I've known since before either of us um, made YouTube videos. So I find that kind of funny that you're mentioning him. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I no matter how hard one can possibly imagine trying, I couldn't imagine anyone f- being able to find a bad thing to say about the guy. Mm. <laughs> Desi in chat then says JR sucks. 
Um, now, Brim, you shared um, the experimental update. Um, infected animals had an active collision with the player for a few seconds after their deaths. Wooden log, wooden plank, and metal plate could not be attached to the... Uh, I, I hate these new names. I hate these new names to V3S. <laughs> well, well, make sure you check as well, because there was a... Uh, I noticed that I had shared the first iteration of the update mm-hmm. for uh, Experimental, and I think that's what you then would have put on the agenda earlier in the week, but there was another update a day or two ago, so I did put in in the uh, team podcast agenda suggestions yep. in uh, in the Discord, the, the newer one, so I'm not sure which one you've... Uh, You've got but, up. but I'm sure most people are aware of uh, a lot of the updates. It's just I, I'm just really impressed with the the quantity of updates they put out this year. All things aside, um, you know, there's so many businesses at the moment that are oh, you know, because of COVID we can't meet quotas, and because of COVID we can't do this, because of COVID we can't do that. But I've been really impressed that the Daisy Dev team have just rolled their sleeves up and just smashed it out of the park this year, the amount of updates they've done. And they've been good quality updates as well, fairly substantial. Not piecemeal token ones, just good stuff. Hey, Matt. I agree. Uh, These updates were um, very back to the original soul of what Daisy was supposed to be in the beginning, I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I love them. I I'm actually really excited to uh, to play 1.10, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to play. Well, I, I'm excited to play Nemulsk on 1.10, especially actually. Yeah, that's I, gonna I, that's gonna be hard for me finding time to fit Nemulsk in. Yeah, yeah, I think we're all gonna have have that issue now, aren't we? But I I agree. Like the last few updates for Daisy has really really surprised me. Like I said, we had the the changes with the base building, you know, and, and we've had like the, the being able to vault over things finally. And then they've added obviously with 110. I'm skeptical on 110. I, I'm looking forward to it just as much as we all are. But I, I am, I'm foreseeing at the moment a, a shitstorm with casual players because whilst I think this is a phenomenal update and they are changing. The three things that they're changing the 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 uh, the clothing the the food and the broken legs i think the things they're changing there are absolutely brilliant and are a hundred percent necessary for daisy and for namask as well but i think from a casual player standpoint i think so many people are are really going to get tripped up by that because i still notice it myself when i jump on a new server if i find an animal like a cow or or like there's like a I suppose you would call them a herd of goats or whatever. I run over, I kill them all. I get all the meat and all the fat that I can cook it off. And it's just in my backpack, ready, raring to go. But you're not going to be able to do that quite as much when 110 comes out. And I think that's going to trip up a lot of casual players. And I can see we're going to get a bit of a wave of, of shit storm from casual players that are going to be, you know, going into the, onto the Twitter and expressing their, their annoyance with the fact that they've just died due to a broken leg or their meat rotted too early, even though actually it didn't. They just weren't keeping an eye on it. Mm-hmm. I think putting well, all of those things together at once in one update might be a little bit here or there. But I, th- I think I, if it was me personally, I would have done it as two or three separate updates. I would have done, you know, one in 110 and then two in 111 or something like that. But you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting to see what the fallout from that is. Definitely. 
Uh, they, plus, they modders can always, sorry, you know, fix that. Yeah. Like, if your server is like a, a more softcore casual server, you know, you could probably find a way. I'm sure somebody's going to make a mod to disable that stuff. I'm positive. Yeah. Yeah, there are far too many very intelligent, very talented modders in the community to you know to not have something like that come out. But Brim did touch on it. It's going to be interesting to see how the console market accept the uh, new changes. Bear Bomb is saying um, going to be it'll fucked. be welcome, but that is true. Yeah, I, I I know we take the piss out of console a little bit here or there, you know, but it's console are fucked. Console are really going to struggle, I think, with this new update. Helkiana saying they added options to disable temperature and food decay. So is that for nice. console as well, Helkiana? Are they going to be able to do that? I know that um, Wobo did a video um, show about the food, which was actually really good, uh, yeah. about the decay timers and stuff. And he actually, he actually showed that at the time of him doing the video, he showed each different sort of food items. So whether you're talking about your meats, your veggies, your canned food, you know, your, your drinks. And he, he was saying in the video that, um, you know, these items will do, you know, if you cook it, it will last this much longer, blah, blah, blah. And he actually mentioned that in, he found, cause he found all the information from the actual like code of the game itself. He found that there was a setting in there that just hadn't been switched on yet, essentially to have it so that even the canned food can be perishable. Yeah. So we might we might see eventually mouldy cans of tactical bacon. I, I think know, it'd be like more that, um, will... once you open it, if you don't eat it, yeah. I think that's when you'll be in danger of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it'll be a sealed can because that wouldn't make much, if any, sense. But, yeah, mm. I think, like you say, once you open a can, that starts the timer and then you've got X amount of hours, IRL hours, before that goes mouldy and you can't eat it anymore. And I've, I think yeah. that'll be a... I think in the long term, that is a really good thing. But I think we should wait at least half a year or so for that. Because like I said, I think so many people are going to are gonna be a, a complete nightmare. Uh, Helkiana saying it's already in. It's when you open the can, it can become poisoned. Oh, right. Oh, so it's already a, it's already yeah. a feature then. Yep. All oh, right. Oh, shit. Okay. That's really cool. Actually. But then again, at the same time, I don't know what it's like for anyone else. Feel free to chime in and give your opinions. But if I've got a can of food on me, very, very rarely will I open it and then put an open can of food in my bag. Maybe it's because yeah. in real life I'm a fat bastard. But in, <laughs> ga in game, it translates, it, uh, imitates life. As soon as it's open, it's down the fucking hatch and I'm out. Unless I'm ill and I have to eat little by little to make sure I don't throw up. You know, otherwise it's straight up, cans open, woof, I'm down, I'm fat and full, I'm going for a sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel the same way. What else have we got? Um, I've got it on my phone so I can see it. Um, the Ike D. Tolga charity run. How fucking good was what Ike did um, on um, Twitter um, with his charity that, run? Yeah. He's just an absolute boss. Ike D. Bringing him up. So the winners were Black um, Bug um, won $500 to his charity of choice. Eclipse, $250 to his charity of choice. DOJ, a regular in chat here, $100 to his charity of choice. The Hellfire Show, your buddy there, Brim, $50. Oh, yes. Um, but the, my my favourite was It's Coops. I can't show it because of uh, copyrighted music, but It's Cooper um, basically did a whole production Um on YouTube 
of his run with music, and it was just absolutely amazing. Um, I've mentioned um, Uncooper quite a bit, um, but I'll get his um, YouTube channel up. Please go and give him a shout um, or a check out. Um, you won't regret it. Um, there's the video there, the Tolga Charity Hill Climb. Um, it's just phenomenal. Just such a, a really good effort. Cinematic and just, yeah. You know, he, he does Ben Fruits videos for him. He's, he's a very skilled editor. So, you know, for something like this, um, it was just such a, a good effort to see um, people having a go at it. And it wasn't just, you know, Uncooper as well. I believe uh, The Running Man had a go at it. Um, uh, D-Hop had a go at it. Yeah, there were some other streamers who did have a go at it. And it was great to see the Twitch community or the, to the Daisy, not just Twitch, but the Daisy community getting united around something that was... You know, he's not a streamer or a, he does stream like, but he's not, you know, a guy who's trying to make money and gets you to come and follow him just for the, so he can earn more money and all the rest of it. He's doing it out of the goodness of his heart. And that has to be yeah. both respected and shouted out. Yeah. What a great yeah, guy. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's and, it, and aren't I right in saying he was also the same guy that we spoke about a couple of months back where, on Twitter, there was a, a gentleman whose niece found out she was yep. uh, that she had cancer. I think wasn't it? And he it's the same he basically, guy. Pe basically bought the this guy uh, a Nintendo Switch to give to his yep. his niece, so that while she's in hospital dealing with that absolute horrific shitstorm, that she you know she keep her morale up a bit. So yeah, He's a good I mean, man. All, all all the all the respect and all the love in the world to Ike. Absolutely, one hundred percent. True philanthropist. Yeah. Now, for the next topic, we're actually going to play a video, and it's one that I can um, actually show, um, and it's from, I don't know whether he's still in chat, um, I thought I had this up. Professional, ladies and gentlemen, Boyd, he is a professional. But our mate Lax Hawthorne, put a video yes. up. There you go, and my name's Laxy, guys, welcome on in. Daisy community guys uh, got a, uh, a topic I guess um, I watch a lot of Daisy streams and uh, I'm, a, I'm addicted to them one thing I've noticed though lately unfortunately is when streamers meet other streamers uh, sometimes viewers can get a little bit uh, uh, some of their comments can be rather uh, negative I guess uh, you know oh, fuck that streamer I don't like that streamer that you're running with or or, or, or uh, you know, this guy's not my cup of tea, or anyway, I don't like him, and and then, so uh, there's just a few issues there, and it happens in my chat room quite a lot as well, and uh, basically for all the viewers out there, uh, number one, you've got to understand, this makes your favourite streamer that you're watching, it makes him very uncomfortable if you're saying these things in his chat room, if that makes sense. Uh, you're putting him on the spot, you know, making it hard for him. Number two, it creates a negative vibe in the chat room as well, which is also... Uh, it's also a bit of a, a shitty thing to do as well. Uh, look, we're all streamers. We're all entertainers. Uh, we're trying to... Uh, we're just trying... You know, we're trying to uh, entertain you guys at the best of our abilities. And, you know, we've all got different personalities. We've all got different game styles. I think if we all had the same, it'd be fucking boring out there. I think that's one of the best things about the Daisy community. All our streamers are different. Different personalities. Different play styles. So uh, before you write that nasty message, 
and you're watching your favorite streamer and you bump into it and, and that streamer bumps into another streamer, hey, hang on, maybe just take a step back and say, look, I'm not going to write this message, you know, uh, this nasty message. Look, let's just play this out, you know. Uh, if you've got, like they always say, if you've got nothing to say good, don't say it at all, you know. It just puts your favourite streamer very in an uncomfortable position. So, uh, like I said, we've all got one goal as streamers, and that's to entertain you guys. So, uh, keep it positive, guys. Keep it positive. Much love to the Daisy community. You're fucking awesome. Take it easy. Lax Hawthorne. I think that was um, a very good message from Lax. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think he, he he brought up a point that we I think we've spoken about on the podcast before. Um, you know, and it's I think it's kind of a it's a bit of a weird one. It's a 50-50 because you'll get some people that will that will take some sort of offense if you like to it in a way as well because I think what he's kind of saying is basically don't be a dick. Um and for I think there are just some people that just don't have that ability to not be a dick in them, but I think it's one of those things where I I 100% agree with him. You know, at the end of the day, why? What is the? What are you gaining? What is the point in going into someone's chat and saying, "Oh, you're playing with such and such today"? Oh, I don't really like him. He put out this YouTube video a couple of years back that I didn't really enjoy. Like that. That is the absolute textbook definition of completely fucking pointless. Yeah. Like that doesn't that doesn't help anyone. That hasn't put anything into the world. That is that is you know going to help anyone or anything. So, I think it does kind of go back to what our what our parents always teach us as kids. You know, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. You know, and it's. I think we're quite lucky. I think we kind of take the piss a little bit um, every week. So you know, we're, we're all kind of joke that the you know, the Daisy community is a bit of a toxic wasteland at times, and and we we kind of make a bit of a meme and a joke about it, and we're not really serious, but. I think we are quite lucky in that we are such a, a close knit community. You know, you're not going to get this sort of community in a, you know, in a big AAA title necessarily. So, I think you know we do have that ability to to support each other and to bring each other up rather than breaking each other down and making things worse. So, I 100% agree. Relax. I think just think before you think. It's literally a case of think before you speak. Something I probably fail to do quite frequently, but. You know, think before you type that little message in someone's chat and and just think, you know, if someone typed this in, you know, to me, if someone said this to me, how would I feel? Am I going to be happy about that? And if the answer is no, don't fucking type it. Just leave it be. Lurk, chill out for a bit. Because, Matt, it's something I've had to work on a bit myself. Uh, you know, I've fallen guilty to uh, petulant behaviour in the past myself. And it, it's it's sort of something we've been trying to do with the podcast is, to try to focus more as much as possible on positive things as opposed to fucking high school bloody behavior. We uh, like like Brim said in the past, we've joked a bit here and there, poked fun at people and all the rest of it, but it's something we're trying to move away from. I feel the entire community kind of has that feeling and has for a long time, which uh goes on to another subject that we'll be dropping into, I think, at some point in this stream, another video. Um, but everybody uh, everybody needs to work on that, not just in this community, but in the, yeah. the, the gaming community, it, like, in general. There's, like, everybody seems to be always at each other's throats because they like something different. Yeah, exactly. Or they don't like something for, you know, God knows why. But I just love Lax for coming out and saying that. 
you know, it's one of the things I love about the guy. He's he's not afraid to say things, um, um, you know, that might be a bit controversial, but he's also in in such a simplistic way that everyone can relate to. He got across something that from other people might have sounded a bit presumptuous or a bit arrogant. But when yeah. it comes from Lax, fuck no. Lax is one of the most down-to-earth people out there. Yeah, and I think it helps as well because, like you say, you know, because of the type of person he is, like if I if I had done that video, if Lax had never done that and I had done a version of that myself with my, what, 250-odd followers and, and my smaller community, people would be like, oh, yeah, no, you bring up a good point, happy days. And I might get a little bit of traction on that and people might actually think twice, maybe. But the fact that it's lax because of his much bigger community, he's using his community in a positive way. So he's done something positive. He's put it out there. More people have seen it. So it's had a bigger impact. And I think that that's only a positive thing. Definitely. Definitely is. Um, now, we've got a nice little positive story that I found here on Reddit. Now, I know in the podcast Discord... Everyone was um, complaining about, um, I've added a Reddit channel where everything pops up from um, that's posted on Reddit Day Z. But I kind of did it for... But we've all muted. Yeah. But I kind of did it because the, the podcast channel is becoming a bit of a one-stop shop for us to find leads for stories. We've got the Twitter feeds and stuff like that. And I added Reddit. And I'm glad I fucking did because I don't go to Reddit too often. Um, and it can be a bit... Um, you know, everything gets ranked and all the rest of it. It's hard to find new posts and all the rest of it. But this new Reddit channel in the podcast Discord um, has everything. And then I had this story pop up, and I'll read it out to everyone. Um, it's from Dozer. Um, he said he was going to try and make chat if he could uh, tonight, but I don't think he's managed to make it. Um, but story time. So I run a modded server with a buddy of mine with some RP elements uh, for some fun and immersion. Being a uh, dungeon master running D&D campaigns and making missions on an Armour 3 group I'm part of, you can assume that I love telling stories in-game. So I was in-game, checking out uh, loot spawns, etc., when I noticed what it seemed to be a new player uh, to the game. I saw him dying a couple of times, but he didn't give up, so I decided to help a bit and have some RP fun in the process. I geared up as a NATO soldier and pretended to be wounded and that my unit left me for dead. When I got to him, I was almost out from hunger and asked him for food. Uh, he immediately got his food out and gave it uh, without questioning it. We RP'd for a bit, but after a while I stopped because he seemed to be uncomfortable with it. Turns out the man was a 56-year-old guy stuck at home due to the pandemic. And even though he was not a gamer, he bought Daisy after watching some YouTube videos and he loved the interaction players had with each other. We spent a couple of hours uh, sharing stories from our army days while I was teaching him how to cook food and build shelters and a base. While sitting in the fire waiting the night and cooking some venison we hunted, he told me about his family and his work, of how he can't see his children because he is stuck at home due to the pandemic, separated with his wife, and now he must drive for an hour to get to work amongst other things. After about three hours we separated because I had to go to work, I gave him my rifle and some supplies and said goodbye. This has got to be the most wholesome experience I've had in this game of yet. I love this community. Mate, if you're reading this right now, shoot me a PM so we can connect and there is a present waiting for you when you log back in. Thanks for the awesome night. Um, I just think that was the best story. The best fucking story. And it just shows, like you said earlier, I think it was you, Brim, that Daisy, unlike nearly any other game out there, enables yeah. you to have some of the most, I don't even know, I don't think immersive is the right word, but some of the most raw connections with people 
But yeah. you just don't get – we, we talked before about, you know, you, you were saying about what the uh, lobbies used to be like on Call of Duty back in the day on consoles. Daisy's oh, different. Absolute cesspits. Absolute cesspits, weren't they? And yeah. like you say, Daisy's different. I think the thing that jumps to my mind um, when you look into it is there's there's two sort of groups of people um, that I can think of. I think of uh, Fubar Bundy uh, with the Stephen and the Alan because you've got He's to remember – just poked those... his head into chat. Alan ironically has. enough um because if i remember rightly fubar was saying when we had him on uh back along he was saying that they didn't know each other they didn't know each other at all they met in yep. game yep. they made friends and since then they've met in real life they're actual friends they know each other and you know they send christmas cards they're actual legitimate irl friends they are and the same goes same goes for uh was it blueberry and and his guys and gavin white they, yep yeah, they 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 all met in game, pure happenstance. Met somewhere on the map, ended up making friends, and now and now they've been to conventions together and hung out together and slept at each other's houses and eaten at each other's tables. And I think Alan and you... Bundy have done more than that, but that's between them. Two. Well, yeah, we're we're still waiting on the uh, on the OnlyFans link from them too, but we'll, we'll we can only hope. Um, but yeah, it's like you, like I say, you're not going to get that. You you might get that in somewhere else. You might get that in Call of Duty. You might get that in Fallout. You might get that in Grand Theft Auto. But I think the likelihood of that is so much slimmer in a game like that. I think we have such a we have such a small, tight knit, incredible community in Daisy that the fact that 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 type of thing is possible it just just blows my mind every day. Yep. Have you had anything like that, Mass? Yes, actually. Um, I've had a lot of interactions like that, both from the original Daisy mod and from the standalone. Um, I think Daisy. I, well, I agree with everything you've said, essentially. Um, that that Daisy is a very special game in that it allows people to to interact with each other. It, I don't even know how exactly it happened. It just kind of is that game the only game like it where you can interact with people without you know getting shot which well you, you definitely do get shot but yeah i think you you i think you get what i'm trying to say um i, I don't know why it's like that other than the fact that the community is just like for the most part way more mature than than other gaming communities like daisy like uh, other survival games mm -hmm. um there are people but, who yeah, just I, want I, to get all sorts of yeah and I think that's okay, um, but you, need you know, um, it, it makes yeah, you it makes them. it when you do interact with someone all the more special because you know that they could have just killed you, um, yeah. as opposed to yeah. I've yeah. never been that guy. No, I think I think it, I think Wobo is a, is a very good example of that as well. When he originally had to leave because of his, I think it was his mother's um, poor health, wasn't it? Yes. You know, the community rallied round and raised a shit ton of money, you know, to try and keep things ticking, make things less difficult for him. I've got uh, Mr. Blunden in my chat, who a lot of you will know as um, he did uh, Ariana's logo. He's done all my logos and youtube intros and stuff very talented bloke and he's saying he's uh, he's got a, a part of a community called the night crew and it's yeah. named because there was a, a a guy they played mostly british guys playing with american guys and because of the time difference the americans were always on night time you know and they had a guy mr glock who unfortunately passed away and the tiny community raised the money to cover his funeral cost in three days to help his wife and family wow you know so it's like again uh. you know you're not 
I don't think you'll get that in Call of Duty. You might get that if you have a core group of friends that you make, but the likelihood is slim, I reckon, in a game like that. In a big game like that, everyone's just like run and gun. You know, maybe it's the genre, I don't know. But stories like that, you will mostly see in a in a very small community like Daisy. You know, we know we're sort of our backs are against the walls constantly, and we all should be there linking arms helping each other to you know to, to sort of to to, to go forward yeah. in life rather than well, rather than shitting on people look at look at my community mate um with uh, moonshine's fundraiser yeah we got yeah. our boy moonshine a laptop um and i was astounded i honestly thought i was going to be putting in the lion's share of the money myself um and i didn't have to put in much at all so many people just who barely even knew Moonshine chipped in hundreds of dollars of their own money um, to yeah. buy Moonshine a, a top of the line gaming laptop so he could actually play Daisy um, with yeah mass. I don't know how much you know about the story, but Moonshine used to play on a ten year old laptop using the touchpad yeah. on a mouse. Um, yeah, yeah, you told me. Yeah, insane, insane. <laughs> and Basically, now, me and my yeah. first laptop. Yep. No, we get a lot of flack, deservedly at times. Um, we can be toxic, but overall, the core of the community is fucking great. It is absolutely amazing. And you've only got to look at the love that um, some of the um, streamers have in their communities with their people and um, the things they do, their charity fundraisers and all the rest of it. There's As much as there are some things that need to be you know, worked on, there's more positive. And you've, just, you've only just got to look for it. Just got to look for it. Yeah. It's out there. Um, what else have we got? Soviet Wombles video essays. Oh, wow! Well, mm. I'll be. I'll admit, I watched the first one. I haven't watched the others yet. Apparently, it there's was ten of them. very interesting. Apparently, They're there's very, ten of them. Very good. Ten? Yeah. There's um. No way. Yeah, Jacob Mango um, is a patron of his. So he alluded to it um, in the, at the beginning of the first one that he was, um, he's was he been doing this for quite some time. And apparently it's, it's been over a year he's been working on these videos, which does explain some of the, I think he's uh, missed some points, which we'll get into. But um, for those who haven't um, seen them, I'll bring up um, his YouTube channel. Um, go back here, YouTube. It was definitely a very that first video, like I say, it's the only one I've watched so far. It was very interesting to, to you know, some of it's always going to be stuff that I didn't already know and hadn't already learned. So, anytime you get an opportunity to learn something new about myself. something you're so heavily involved in, is uh, you know, is always brilliant. But he did do a really good job, and the thing that's um, episode one I've just linked to there, folks. Um, when early access is too early. Um, but he raised some really, really good points in there. And the thing I'm loving is look at the views. Number five on trending um, is video essay number one. Um, five so, now. Yeah. It was 20 whenever I watched it, and I was, a pro yep. I was amazed that it was at 20. Yeah. So, <clears throat> sadly, it's... Um, not exactly a positive video about Daisy, but it still shows there's a lot of people out there who are interested. And I'm, I'm very curious 
to see where he goes with the future episodes of um, this whole um, saga that he's talking about because um, he he does raise some really good points in there, but I think he's missed some points. And probably the number one was in one of the videos he talks about, um, it was quite funny the way he did it, Soviet Womble, like Alan saying, yeah, his videos are always quality. He's got his own unique style of animation and all the rest of it. But there's one part there where he... Um, uh, basically gives you a hypothetical question of you have to pick one um, uh, finch to represent the Galapagos Islands, and it turns out it's not about finches and the Galapagos Islands. It's about one version of Daisy, and he he acts like it was a surprise they picked Daisy Classic out of all the different types of Daisy that were there under the mod. But no offense against him, but anyone with half a brain would have known that was the version they were going to go with, because that's what all those mods were created of you all the mods were created from dean hall's daisy vanilla mod that he made and it makes sense that they would follow the same process again rather than just saying well that's the most popular start with the vanilla again and let the modders do their thing once it's ready now the argument about was it too early released too early yeah i agree with it was um, they should have just left the mod um, doing its thing um, until the standalone was in a good enough place with at least the bare basics for base building and to allow all those other ones. But the one that I really want to know is whether um, Player Unknown went to Bohemia Interactive with PUBG because he alludes yeah. to that. That's the question I have because if he did, they must be kicking themselves if they passed that up. <laughs> Imagine how much of a different world it would be and how much of a different world we'd be living in and maybe even how much of a different game Daisy may have been if PUBG was a BI uh, title. Like cuz you you I can't help but imagine that there would be there would be some crossover in some way no matter how big or small there I would imagine there would be some kind of you know, change to where they take us something from PUBG. They go, oh, we really like that. Maybe we'll put that into Daisy. Well, you know, maybe it's uh, something like, you know, the inventory system. Maybe they make a change there or something like that. I can't imagine that they would have made a massive difference to Daisy, but I think there would have definitely been something. Go and crossover events as well would have been pretty cool. Having PUBG in Daisy or having Daisy in PUBG, you know, doing some sort of weird crossover event would be pretty cool. Certainly better than the fucking dodgy Halloween servers that uh, BI decided to put up for Halloween this year. I've got a meme that I keep saved there for how Brian Hicks reacted when BI launched the Survivor Games game, the standalone game. Look how they massacred my boy. I'm beginning to think that Brendan must feel a bit the same about PUBG, the way Blue Hole massacred it. I, yeah. I, if Scarlet's been the same there, would have been in safer hands than Blue Hole. What were you going to say, Mass? I was just, I'm genuinely curious. Do you guys think that if this alternate world existed and PUBG became a Bohemia game, do you think it would have actually succeeded or not? At least comparably to what it did succeed. I mean, it, it's not that popular anymore, but... I think um, it would have had a better run. Still play it. And I think, I, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, simply because I think it probably would have been done in the ARM engine and we all know how that works. Yeah, you got a point there. I, I but think they did PUBG show with Daisy, 
they were prepared to countenance um, new engines, um, which they'd done with DayZ. Uh, Mark's doesn't yeah, reckon it, it would have done so half as good. Um, but where I think it might have done better is um, that modding. You know, Brendan famously said, and it's the biggest gripe I've always had with PUBG, that he wanted to make sure that, you know, modders would be able to work their magic with PUBG, like he got to work his magic with his Battle Royale mod from Armour and all the rest of it, and that never happened. Um, and it's one thing I felt always let uh, PUBG down was the fact that there was no modding. Um, you're pretty much stuck with... It was all, you know, fucking loot crates. They had loot crates in the fucking game. Um yeah, you know, admittedly they were only cosmetic, um, but I would love I, I would love to have seen what B Bi would have done with PUBG. Yeah, yeah, it would it would have been interesting in, in an alternate universe to see how that would have gone. But I agree, I don't think it would have gone quite as well. Looking at the, you know, looking at the uh, at the history of Daisy and things like that, and how that turned out. I mean, obviously, it's turned out okay in the end, but it's been a it's been a hard fucking bumpy road, hasn't it? Let's be honest. Up until this point, so I think yeah, I think I think it's probably was better off. But again, it it was I don't know what happened to PUBG. I haven't I haven't played PUBG since it came out on console because I, a friend of mine gifted me a copy of it on console, um, and I played it for probably played it for about a year, if that, and then. I just gave up on it it was just it just wasn't good and like i remember PUBG was a, a absolutely at the absolute forefront of of video games in general at one point but it's it's just it's dropped so dramatically in the last few years like i hardly i, I can't think of one person that i personally know that still plays it i just reinstalled it i know somebody who plays it According I, to uh, somebody in the chat, it's got three hundred and seventy thousand people playing on PC. Yeah, now. I yeah. saw that, which is which is still pretty impressive. I'm you know not taking anything away from it. You know, it's very impressive numbers, but like I I I don't think I could I don't think I could go into playing that game anymore. I don't think I could get around to that. Do you think it could have compared to Fortnite if it was free to play? No, no. It I has, think it was released before, like before Fortnite as well. Like if it was originally free to play, it no, has sixteen thousand seven hundred people watching it on Twitch right now. Yeah, I, I I think they're just two very different games. Granted, they're both based on the same premise; they're both battle royales, and that the overall premise is the same. But I I think because they're two so very different games, obviously PUBG's a little bit more realistic, quote unquote. Um, you know, whereas Fortnite's very cartoony and yes. you've got obviously the, the, the never played the Fortnite, never building. will. I PUBG appealed to me because of what Scale Speed had just wrote in chat. PUBG could be thought of as the Daisy Life in thirty minutes. Loot and shoot. I was going to yeah. say that, yeah, yeah. It's it's short, agree. short form Daisy, isn't it? And that, that ties yeah. it back to why we brought this up: the Soviet Womble videos. Basically, Daisy when they chose the to go with Daisy Classic. Um, pretty much ignored the Epoch-style people with their bases, although that's back now, so they're all happy. Um, but it's still not the greatest game for PvP, although I did have someone point uh, say to me he disagreed with that. Um, but for the PvP players who want to loot and shoot, yes, there's PUBG, uh, sorry, Daisy servers out there, but until you could um, 
play with the XML files of loot and um, change the spawn rates and all the rest of it, Daisy wasn't exactly the greatest PvP game. So Brendan Green was a smart man. He saw the market and he created PUBG. And I really do wonder if BI knocked it back. And if they did, like he alludes to in the video, they must be kicking themselves because it made a mountain of fucking money. Yeah. It, like I say, at one point it was like one of, if not the most popular video game. Oh, you know, it was huge. At, at that time, it was absolutely humongous. And like I say, when they brought it out on console as well, that just added fuel to that fire, same as with DayZ. Um, you know, but yeah, I just, ignoring the I, bugs, the bad bugs on console when it first got released. But yeah, yeah, yeah. and and some of which I'm sure are still there in places. But mm. uh, yeah, it's I I can't imagine going back and playing PUBG now, regardless of of platform. It's just for me, it's dead. Like it, it's not a dead game by a long shot. Obviously, like you say, if we've got that many people still playing it but for for me it's just i have absolutely no interest and i, I mean i played i played fortnite when it like first came out me and my me and my best mate chops played it almost every day on xbox together and after a while we did, we got so popular it fizzled out i think the skill gap kind of got us and we were at the bottom of the rung and uh, just dying miserably every time so we kind of gave up on that quick enough that's one of the things that hurts those sort of games um a bit in that um with pubg now like back when it was quite popular, um, I was able to get some wins every now and then. And I'm not a, per, yeah. a PvP player, but now it's pretty much down to the hardcore players who are very good at the game. Um, yeah. you know, they can control the recoil with a fucking six times scope on. Um, and I'm like, how do you do that? How, how you, know, you, you, you see Shroud when he plays in that. And he draws his mouse down half a fucking meter, controlling the recoil. I've tried to do that. Nah, I can't do it. So it's it's, no. it's kind of it lost its fun. I'm giving it a try again just to see what it's like because you know I do like having a game in my library where I can jump on for half an hour because Daisy is not a good game to jump on for half an hour unless you're jumping no. on De One's um, deathmatch servers or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's very very interesting. Minecraft Battle Royale is where it's at, boys. <laughs> Mark is saying. <laughs> well, there, there I think is, every game has that problem. Yeah, yeah, and I think there is something very unique as well about the battle royale genre. I think it's a little bit overplayed now. Like every, there's so many oh. options out there now. It's kind of got a bit boring. It's kind of like that. You get that little bit of like fatigue of like mental fatigue of knowing that it's it's you know it's being spoken about so fucking much. But at the same time, like the few wins that I have had, I've had a couple of wins on Fortnite when I first started playing couple of chicken dinners on PUBG. Um, I've had a couple on Warzone, nothing special, you know, but there is, it's weird. It's like DayZ, like there's there's no other feeling in DayZ, no better feeling than, you know, than when you hear that shot whiz past your head and you shit your pants and you oh, either yeah. have to make that split second decision. Do I, do I turn and fight or do I leg it and try to regroup? And it's that, you get a similar thing with, with games like PUBG, you know, Battle Royale games, when you go through and you have that final five minutes where it, the gas is closing in, the circle, whatever you want to call it, there's still X amount of people alive. Everyone's got guns. Everyone's got perks. Everyone's got, you know, fully geared. You're all on, uh, you know, quote unquote, a level pegging. And it's just balls to the wall mayhem for five minutes. And finally, you see that you are the winner screen or whatever screen you've got coming up. It's there really is something that is better than 
I, I would argue it's better than any drug. It's why I want them to um, bring back official Survivor games again, um, whether it be they team up with um, um, Keegan with his Battle Royale mod yeah. for DayZ or something, because these games are good. Um, but like Bear Bomb was saying, there no other game makes my heart race quite like Daisy when you get shot at. And Survivor Games, um, you know, if you haven't watched them, Google it on um, uh, YouTube or search it on YouTube. Look for the original Survivor Games that Brian Hicks and the boys all did. Um, there was nothing like them, nothing like them. It really captured the the fear that you get in Daisy of you know looting and you know a game that ran for hours. It wasn't just a thirty minute and yeah. Amazing. I, I I agree with Zombie Lee there as well. I stopped functioning and cry in a corner. <laughs> that's pretty much that's pretty much my tactic. My hey, tactic is like mass, the uh... mass scared the shit out of me when he came into fucking uh, voice chat with me. Oh, <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. But in fairness, to, in fairness though, Boydie, you you would jump at almost anything. A feather yeah. could tickle your fucking leg, and you'd think it was getting chopped off with a machete. So I think it was a spider, and yes, that would scare me. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people have told me that my mic is very loud. No, I, I turned your volume down. Um, you, you sound okay to me. But I had to turn Brim down a bit as well. With, yeah, I think that's the great thing with Discord as well, though, isn't it? You've got that fine control. Yeah. You can turn each different person's yeah. volume mm -hmm. down a little bit, so it kind of makes it easier. Very nice. But, yeah, I'm very excited to see where Soviet Womble goes with this series. Um, interesting feedback, um, Brian Hicks um on twitter um let me see if i can find it i did have it up nope not on that one it'll be on this one notifications speaking of that video um what did you guys think of the uh the idea he had of like the three main groups uh so like that Daisy is like split between three different parts of the community: the builders, the vanilla players, and the PVPers. Yeah, do I agree you, with uh, it. Do you agree with that, or I think there's, there's, there's crossover. It's not as black and white as yeah. you're only this or that. But I think he picked three good ways to categorize it. Um, the I yeah, hardcore. I agree with that. Yeah. I think there is definitely way more of a crossover now than there used to be in the past. Um, people are starting to find servers that are like a blend of, of multiple kinds of things, like how New Dawn is both survival and it has its PvP and building and all that. It's kind of a, a mix of all three, for example. Uh, how, you know, other servers are more building slash PvP. But... Yeah, I think he's right in that those are definitely like the, the basis of every server. It's, I think there's probably a fourth category as well, and that's your strict RP players. Yes. Uh, because yes. They're, they, they're a bit of everything, but they're more, they're, their RP is what defines them. Um, as opposed to, I'm not talking about Daisy Underground, that's organic, um, so you can still KOS on it. I'm talking about the strict RP servers where you can't just KOS for the sake of it and that's this whole separate category as well. I I I can never get into that. I love no. a bit of RP as much as anyone. I think Daisy is all about interactions and RP and bumping into that random person in the middle of a some random town up north and having a little chat and saying, "Oh yeah, you know, I've been 
I've been here for years, you know, I was here since the outbreak started and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and, and kind of weaving a little bit of RP is fine. But like there's been times where I've looked on uh, at servers and, you know, seen their websites and stuff. And it's literally the strictest RP. Like you cannot so much like if like, you cannot fart because your character doesn't have a bum hole or something like they are legitimately pinpoint on it. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't keep that up. Yeah. Not a chance. I am the same way. I know exactly how you feel. But I think I'd most people to. enjoy a bit of um, RP. Like, you look at most of the popular streamers. You know, the running man, he's done it. Um, and he's yeah. quite adamant. He hates RP. But he's done it before um, to, to a lesser extent than, say, a Lax Hawthorne, who's pretty much in RP mode. Uncle Ray Ray is in RP mode. Um, they're just RPing something they feel comfortable doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. But strict RP, like like Dazzy's saying, there gets a bit cringy. Um, yeah. Uh, to me, Daisy is all about the threat of any interaction could be your last one. You know, you could walk up to someone waving your arm out, and they just pull a gun out and shoot you. So that always disappoints yeah. me. But yeah, that's <laughs> why I like organic RP because you still you yes. you get you get to have that interaction, and you also get to have that that fear of every interaction at the same time because you could be shot just for being nice but at the same time you you know in the back of your head that you know i'm in a server where people want to interact more often than not so i have a better chance of actually getting interaction out of somebody than otherwise but there's still that chance that you can get shot for it which yeah. i i i need that to enjoy daisy i need yeah. that so if you haven't watched them go check them out um, sub to his channel. Um, he's very intermittent with his videos, but his bullshittery was some of the funniest um, DayZ videos. And not just um, DayZ, but other games similar to DayZ as well um, that are definitely worth checking out. Um, DayZ Twitter Watch, um, they were quite active this week, uh, but mostly talking about the stuff to do with the updates and that. I did like their um, Be Kind to One Another Day tweet, Brim. Were you kind to someone because of that? I don't know. When was it? Yesterday, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, World um, the, International well, Kindness Day. Yeah, the thirteenth. Yeah, yesterday for me, but it's probably about two days ago technically for you because you're a time traveler. But yeah, I. I mean, I. Oh, well, I don't know if I was necessarily. I, I mean, I wasn't unkind to anyone. I don't think I spoke to or saw anyone. I think I literally wallowed in my own filth for the day because that's just how I roll. Like I was literally sat at my computer with my headphones on playing Daisy, watching TV and just generally not interacting with another human being unless I absolutely had to. See, I just had this image in my head, Mass, of uh, the likes of Ben Fruit and Lax and Uncle Ray Ray running up to randoms and going, it's International Kindness Day. Guess what? You're fucking dead. <laughs> I can I can assure you that, that did not happen in Uncle Ray Ray's stream. He didn't even bother with the niceties. <laughs> he just yeah. shot the shit out of people. But no, it, it's good to see them being active again um, and really looking forward to the stuff in the future with them. Now we are on to our spotlight section of the stream, and I'm going to start it off with um, there's still a lot of people who don't know about the podcast. Um, so I know those of you who do follow me probably get sick with me tweeting it out and stuff like that, but um, when I was chatting with old mate about the um, uh, the nice interaction he had on Reddit, um, I said to him that I was going to cover it on the podcast. And I actually had someone um, reach out to me about something else they're doing. 
Um, and that's uh, Repu Crassy Daisy. Um, hey, I heard you have a podcast. I'm starting a cool new project on the official service that you might want to discuss about. Basically, we are taking over a town and forming a walled community of free individuals and squads with their own homes to call their own and contribute to defence of the safe zone no matter the time of day. And I said to him, sounds cool. Um, basically, barely infected did something like that on the village. But the village was a private server. And as he said, yeah. it's magical precisely because it's on vanilla. Um, and he's given me a link to um, the project that they're doing. But I was just... I think it's a great fucking idea. Um, yeah. If you're interested in joining it, this is the Discord. Um, but I think it's it's fantastic that they're doing this on a vanilla server where, you know, by all accounts, vanilla is pretty PvP-ish and all the rest of it. But it's great to see someone trying something different and trying to give people... Because let's face it, most people, when they fire up DayZ, unless they're firing it up with a mate, uh, they'll end up on the official servers. So I think this is a magical little project. What do you guys reckon? It sounds cool. It, it sounds, sounds very awesome. cool. I, I, it's something I could see happening very easily on modded. I, I think on on official though, I don't know how well it would work. Like I say, unless you have a very very large group of people, because there's no admins. There's no admins to keep things, keep the status quo on on. On modded on community servers, there's always that threat that there's an admin. If you fuck up, that admin will deal with that issue, fingers crossed, quite swiftly. Whereas, obviously, on vanilla, we don't, you don't have that, so it is going to have to be very self-policed. But I think that makes it more special because they don't have admins yeah. to intervene. It's it's all the more rewarding. It'll be heartbreaking if they get um, screwed over by hackers or something, but. I well, think that, that's the thing, isn't it? There's there's too many. There's a lot of dickheads in this world that are going to see that and go, right? I I'm being a knob end today. I'm going to go and ruin someone's fun, you know, yeah. and end up making it. And and there's nothing apart from those players that have started that camp up and are active on it. You know, there's there's no way you're going to be able to stop that. That it's going to happen, unfortunately. So I hope it doesn't. I hope I'm being a bit too cynical for my own good, but. At the same time, whilst I 100% agree it's a fantastic idea, I love it and I so hope it succeeds because it is a phenomenal idea. But I, I just, I'm a bit more of a realist with it, maybe a bit of a pessimist. I don't see it, I don't see it ending massively well, unfortunately. They've got um, a pretty active Discord though. I'm just looking at it now, um, and yeah, they're definitely, um, you know, they're putting up photos of their little town and stuff like that and coming up with plans and that, I think more power to them. I think um, they're doing really Absolutely. well with, you know, something different. And if there's anything that you can all do, you know, jump on there. I think streamers, like, I, I even hesitated to bring it up on the podcast, but he asked me to. Um, and I thought, well, fuck it. No, we definitely will then. But um, um, I, I shared it with the DayZ devs as well, but just said to them, maybe not tweet it out because – Anything you guys tweet out, the fucking haters and the uh, oh yeah, they'll be straight yeah. onto it. And what about console? Um, <laughs> I, as somebody who's played this game for well, basically since two thousand and thirteen, we I have seen a number of of many uh, you know player owned groups and 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 towns that like 
player made safe stones we we've had them on our server as well mm -hmm. and as well as vanilla of course through the years um i really hope it works out for them but you never you you guys know how daisy is yeah there are a yeah. lot of problems with stuff like that i i love the idea absolutely that immersion that you know to a degree is, is absolutely that is what i love about daisy i love just getting lost getting completely lost in the game itself and finding that community stumbling across a random base and yep. there's a person in there or a couple of people oh how you doing where are you heading to do you need a bit of food for your travels oh you know you know you're, you look a little bit injured there can i give you some can i give you a couple of extra bandages or you know do you want you know we're about to go hunting do you want to join us we can share the food blah blah that i fucking love that with all my heart i love that more than fucking the air in my lungs but I just there's just too many bell ends that will just yeah. ruin the fun. Yep. The That's why I agree with what you with what you said, Boydie. Tell make sure the devs don't tweet out because like you say, there's Twitter's such a such a global phenomenon and with the way mm -hmm. that the Daisy with people respond to the Daisy Twitter, I think it's it will it will only expedite the the process of the dickheads, unfortunately. I wanted to Bring it up actually before I uh, move on from it. Um, I put a post on the Daisy Facebook group um, because I, I don't know how many of you are in there, but there is a Daisy Facebook group um, and it's quite big. It's got 26,800 members. And I put a question yeah. curious as to why some people are still in the group when they clearly hate the game with a passion. Um, and it, it's, yeah, it was an interesting response. Um, I like this guy's response. Once you buy it, you're married to it. You will get angry, have fights, go on vacations to the coast occasionally, and maybe just maybe meet new people. Just like marriage till death do us part, or for Daisy upon death do I part. Um, but there are people who just, like we are talking about before, um, Daisy just inspires a lot of emotion from people. Um, and they, they hang around these groups just to shit on every fucking post that gets made. It's, yeah, amazing. They have too much time on their hands. They need Focus to get into the modding like I did. Yeah. Focus on things you enjoy, not on things you hate. Like, it you is fun like to shitpost. I'm not saying it's not fun to shitpost. I've done plenty of shitposting, but you do it for a sense of humor. Some of these people, you just look at it and you go, you've really, really got an issue with DayZ, man. You might need to see someone. <laughs> Yeah, there's a difference between banter and piss poor mental health, isn't there? I think yeah. it's I don't know what side of it I fall on half the time with the way my brain works, but yeah, it's like you say, it's there's so many there's so many people in the in the community that I say this so there's not even so many. It's a it's a vocal minority that are that are the assholes and the, the people who follow so the vocal. Daisy Twitter account just to say this game yeah. shit. It's like yeah. But console's it. still broken, and this is still broken, and I don't like this. I've I've literally taken now. I've made it my my absolute mission in life to be a toxic trolly prick on Twitter to counteract. <laughs> I I counter troll the trolls every now and then. I'll see one pop up, and I'll literally just add a little bit of fuel to the fire, and I'll find a gif where it's like a just a little like five year old girl going, "Want me to call the ambulance?" Because people just are. <laughs> oh, the the it's like you throw that hook out and you feel that bite and like go on son say it go on 
You just, people get so annoyed. It's brilliant. Yeah. Mass, what about yourself, mate? What's been your highlight for the last week, or in just in general, Daisy related? The mosque. I mean, I was uh, so. Once again, I'm going to throw the card out there that I'm an OG player and have been playing for a very long time. So I actually got to experience the original Namalsk. And the original Namalsk was something else, absolutely. I loved it so much. It it had such a creepy, like, cold atmosphere to it. And um, it's just, I'm really looking forward to uh, re-experiencing that. Uh like it had a very creepy uh like like it had monsters and stuff in it we had blood suckers in the mosque i know that's not going to be in the uh the the new mod as well but we had uh like radiation storms and we had blood suckers which were like these monster things that went invisible they're from the stalker series they're uh i'm actually planning on working on a mod that reintroduces that we also had the goss rifle which i I also i just did a quick got. Of the uh, days got, of workshop to see if there was any Namolsk mods you added yet, but nothing yet. Um, I spoke with Sumrak several months ago about um, me being able to uh, find the old Gauss rifle model that was in the original Namolsk mod, and uh, he gave me permission to uh, to basically remaster it and bring it into um, into my mod, Massive Mini Item Overhaul. I have not done it yet, but at some point I will. And I have plans for some really cool custom functionality for it, making it really rare and also very powerful. I wanted to make it like a like a craftable kind of thing. Like you find pieces of it, and whenever it's crafted, you've got like a set amount of uh, of ammunition. And whenever you use that ammunition, the gun goes to ruin, and they have to start all over. Because we're uh, talking about Namolsk, we have to shout out uh, Foxy Pote. His working on a uh, Namolsk Blackout, I believe the name is, Foxy. Um, he's also... Yeah, Daisy put, Blackout, the server's going to be called. He's also just put up a video, which sadly we can't play, um, but he's got a um, trailer for his... Oh, here we go. I'll run the gauntlet. Oh, I'm muted. Good. He's basically trying to come up with a whole... Um, set of law for his server um, and it's quite a good trailer folks I highly recommend watching it um, he's 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 putting in the hard yards um, ahead of time every man and his dog is going to be releasing a Namol server uh, but Foxy's putting in a good effort right now um, so I'd love it if any of you could uh, jump on there and check out um, uh, Foxy link your discord as well mate um, it's for people to join. Join the Discord for more information. It's not letting... Oh, there we go. Show more. Um, there it is. Oh, he's just done it himself. But yeah, jump on in there, folks, and um, check it out. He's got a good bit of lore and all the rest of it. and It's going to be good. It's going to be great to see what people do with it. Like I said, the, the big challenge for me between doing my own server, the podcast, and streaming a couple of days a week is going to be finding time. Um, Mark's is saying he wanted to go and check it out himself. I've kind of avoided it. Um, like, I haven't even looked at maps of Namol since um, um, I first became aware of it um, because I one of the things I loved about Livonia was getting lost. Um, 
And I'm looking forward to that with Namolsk, getting lost and yeah. just not knowing where I am. Um, and I can't wait to play one of the modded, um, the, the, the mod Namolsk uh, maps as opposed to just the map. Uh, because I'm really looking forward to the challenge of surviving in uh, a proper cold climate. Yeah, see, for me, I I never played Namalsk. Obviously, I know what it is, and I know a bit of the history of it, but I never played it because I didn't join the community properly until about two years ago. So but I've never played any of the armor games or anything. So mm. for me, the fact that Namalsk is coming out, it, the it's not the importance of it is not lost on me. And I am really looking forward to actually getting that first glimpse into what is essentially the new Namalsk. Because I can imagine while it's probably extremely similar to the original, there's going to be some subtle changes. And like you say, with the way that Adam's doing the two separate mods doing the map separately to the survival aspects as well it's i'm i'm really looking forward to giving it a go both on easy mode with just the map and 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 you know a, a five times loot super awesome you know server that can i'm never going to have to worry about starving but then also have a go at at that survival aspect and seeing if i can you know test my metal and see if i actually am as good as my arrogant brain often thinks that i actually am if you guys I'll have any questions, I could answer them. No, not, I don't really have any questions about it. I'm just excited to see what Adam does with this new version of Namolsk. Because um, like you said, he's moved away from the lore of the old one and he's revealed the lore of the new one through his trailer videos, which I think was brilliantly done. Um, yeah. I'd love to know if he edited yeah. them himself because um, he's got some skill if that was him editing those videos himself. That trailer was absolutely phenomenal, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. It was. I'm so excited. I get so. I'm. Oh, it's gonna be great. Foxy, I will not touch a server that has that. A um, hundred players, traders, a hundred k start money. Oh god. See, that's what I'm talking about, though. That's that's the kind of server I want to go on just to explore the map to begin with. Just so, just so that I've got the feel for the map, so that I don't have. To, I take away the survival aspect, so I don't have to worry about that. I can just enjoy the map in its purest form, and then I will go on and go right. Now I know where I'm going a little bit. Kind of gives me a bit of a head start once I do go for the survival side. See the BDSM so side like, of me. Right. The BDSM side of me comes in with I love survival challenges, but one of the things that makes it easy for me is knowing everywhere to go. Okay, I need to find this or yeah. head to this location. Whereas Namolsk is really going to test me on my core survival skills. Um, yeah. So that I'm really looking forward to. Um, I, I am. Um, Helkiana, do you know, is Adam going to be doing his own server? Is there going to be a Sumrax Namolsk server? Because if it is, I think that's the one I'd like to play on. Admittedly, the bastard will probably put it in the EU and my ping will be fucking five million and one. <laughs> But also, will will there be, be crazy too? Yeah, and will there be a Willow Glade Namalsk as well? Because for if anyone hasn't played on Helkiana's Willow Glade server, you're fucking missing out for a start because it is it is a phenomenal server. It, as 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 servers as PVE servers go, it is up there. It is up there at the top. I mm -hmm. I thoroughly love it. There will be both EU and US Willow Glade Namalsk. So I might oh. check out yours then, Helkiana. Um, I know Spud from Daisy Down Under is going to do a Namol server as well. Um, and he said it's going to be as vanilla as possible. Um, so I'll definitely check that one out as well because the ping is just 
it's it's playable to the two um, in the two hundreds, um, but obviously it's it's a, it's a much nicer than when you've got a small ping, so you're not sitting there tapping a door and waiting half a second for the door to start moving. <laughs> that's that's probably the best news I've heard in a while. That there's going to be a a willow willow glade in the mouse, both EU and US. I can't wait for that. Telkiana, share your Discord as well, excited. please. Share your Discording channel uh, for those who haven't joined it. What about you, Brim? What were your highlights? Uh, this week, I think the only highlight really is the... Um, it's a Wobo video. Good old Scales Beater again. He's one of um, yeah. Wobo's patrons. Yeah, and it's basically, it's the video, it's how to survive the cold. It's basically how the temperature is going to work. Like we said earlier, there's obviously those three big changes come into uh, Daisy in the 110 update, and he's done videos basically saying what all of them are, what to expect. You know, I think best, I think you just practice. like his videos because of the amount of sexual innuendos he piles into them. That definitely, definitely comes into it as well. That's just the, that's just how we roll, isn't it? That's yeah, but, but yeah, it's genuinely he has he does do some phenomenal videos, and you know, f for me, I like to know what to expect ahead of time. I don't like surprises, so for him to do those videos and it, it kind of it really explains it. The one that he did on the new changes to the food and how quickly things decay and things like that. Again, that was a phenomenal video. So yeah, big big yeah. love to Wobo because he, he goes that extra he goes that extra mile to to really make it's the quality of his really videos good. as well. Like the little chart that he's got here and the slider going up and down and he just yeah. really does um a good job. He's he's such a top bloke. Um, on a yeah. personal note, I wanted to thank Wobo as well. Um, he hit me up. Um, he just It was just there. Um, he didn't have to shout me out, um, but he gave me a, a little credit at the end there because for those who don't know, Sumrak some time back um, gave me, of all people, the initial trailer footage. Um, and he reached out to me and um, said, uh, Boydie, can I use that video? And I said, I'll do you one better, mate. I've actually got um, the footage, um, the raw footage that Sumrak sent to me, and I've got it saved. It's un unlisted um, just for when people like him and uh, Mark um, use it as well that doesn't have my watermark on it um, so that um, they can use it. Um, and, yeah, he gave the credit to Sumrak there as well. So, that's just that's just a measure of the guy that Wobo is. He's a, he's a good person. Yeah, he's at the he's at the top, but he's not looking down. He's at the he's at the top, but he he's still he's still keeping that level head. He's still you know he's still he's still part of the community, even though he, he's you know he's at the top of the mountain. He's not he's helping the other he's helping other people up, which I think is uh, is brilliant. <clears throat> so if anyone wants access to that raw footage for anything you're doing. Just send me a message. Robo, Robo loves it raw. <laughs> God, I was zombie league. <laughs> uh, but just send me oh, a God. message and I'll send you a link to it. Um, it's not um, you know, anything that's exclusive to me or whatever. Um, Sumrak gave it to me and I'm letting anyone who wants to use it. Um, yeah, it's it's there for all to use. Um, um, I, pro I think the reason I just um, I have I have it as unlisted is to, you know, I... <sighs> It's probably a bit of a prick thing of me, but um, I want to know who's um, a decent person in the community. So those who reach out to ask permission, well, they get the good footage. 
which doesn't have a watermark on it. Those who just, yeah. Those who just steal it will have to deal with the bloody watermark. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of free advertising for you. You can't go wrong. Yeah. That's when, that's when you that's see me. that video go up and you go, oh, that's my watermark there. That's when you slip into the comments and you say, that's a lovely video, mate. I like I like the uh, the Boydie watermark there. By the way, here's a link to my stuff. Happy Ooh. Easter. And my raffle just ended. Um, we'll quickly do that now while we've uh, got it up. Um, doing a giveaway of a podcast mug. Let's see who wins this one. Giveaways. Um, only I'll five. Stop. I stopped using CloudBots, though. I don't even know how that works anymore. Zombie Lee is the winner. Zombie Lee, you would have just had a um, message sent to you. Um, You go there, it's there in the chat. You click on that, mate, and it will sort you out with your new mug that you've just won, courtesy of everyone who is part of the um, podcast um, in supporting in any way, shape, or form. Speaking of which, shameless plug Daisy Podcast t shirt. What do you think, Brim? Very nice. Very nice indeed. More, <laughs> more shameless plug-in. I'll go. we got mugs. Got mugs now, with uh, with people's logos on them. Go get them while you can. Brim will be listing um, podcast stuff on his um, merch store as well. Um, indeed, I shall. Um, so it's up to you who you want to support, folks. Or if you really want to support us all, go for the collection. <laughs> Mass, thank you so so much for being here tonight, mate. It was good getting to chat to you. You're you're a legend of the community, mate. Like I said, I don't think there's many community servers out there that aren't using your mass's many item overhaul pack. Uh, it's been a, it's been an honor to be here, and thank you. Anything you want to shamelessly plug now, mate? Um, no, not really. I check, check out New Dawn Daisy. I love. Yeah, check. Okay, yeah, check out New Dawn Daisy. It's my server. Uh, and also, if you uh, have any like suggestions for my mod, I've got a channel on that Discord um, called uh, the Mass Overhaul Channel, and you can contact me directly from either there or you can just send me a DM. I uh, do not leave my DMs closed, meaning anybody can DM me as long as we are on a mutual Discord server. And don't worry about my do not disturb. I'm always on Do Not Disturb. It doesn't mean anything. It's just to keep notifications off. And I, I can uh, I can co-sign on that as well, actually, as well with, with New Dawn. I, I did have a little run around for a couple of hours. Uh, I think it was either last night or night before. And it, it is a really, really fun server, actually. It is. It is. The wolves can fuck off. <laughs> a couple of them decided they wanted to try and chew the back of my ass crack as I came into Mishkino Town, but... Did you Swiftly get to have a play with, with the um, uh, Metallurgy mod, Broom? I haven't yet, no. I found, ironically though, I did find, um, I, it really fucking threw me and confused me because I completely forgot what server I was on. And I just come, I came across some uh, casings for, for ammo. Yeah. So obviously then I just need that as well as other things to make the bullets. And I thought, oh yeah, that's fucking brilliant. So no, I haven't had a chance to mess around with the ammo making or the, or the, uh, metallurgy mod yet but it's definitely stuff i want to look into it's really cool it's it's really good to see some great um pve focused servers that are um that are around so yeah guys thank you so so much for yet another great podcast um bloody ben he's the weak link of the team isn't he brim i'm saying nothing 
running around doing. <laughs> so, but how sus is this? How sus is this? The message he sends is that he's out sorting out the plumbing for his mate's mum. Yeah, that. Yeah, you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Of. You were, yeah, your mind went the same place <laughs> I did. Oh god, yeah. yeah, and that's the message he sent through to us. Was I'm sorting out the plumbing <laughs> for my mate's mum. It was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think in the part of, in the part of the UK he lives that uh, that might mean something different than what it means down <laughs> here and, and where you are. So yeah, I, th- I, I think he genuinely is actually doing plumbing. I don't think he is actually uh, doing anything X-rated with someone's <laughs> mum. Then again, then again, I will say this is Ben we're talking about. Exactly, it's exactly. Possible that that is actually what's happened. Exactly. I was hoping I'd get to meet him. I have come to well, clean the pool. <laughs> I say, just don't let you can meet him as much as you like. Just don't let him meet your mum, for God's sake. Uh, now, all the best, Mass. Thank you so so much once again, mate. Um, uh, let me just quickly bring it up. A link to your mods in the workshop, um, Mass. There we go. Copy page URL. So there's his other um, mods if you're interested in any of them for your server. Um, but definitely check him out. He does amazing work. Mass, you are a gentleman and a legend of the DayZ community, mate. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on. Last thing before we go, though, um, <clears throat> guys and girls, please make sure you're available. What day is it, Brim? Uh, the Christmas podcast, 19th of December? I believe so. Let me double check. It is going to be uh, fucking huge. Yes, huge. 19th of December, because otherwise the uh, the other podcast would be uh, the on Boxing Day on the 26th. So, yeah, yeah, 19th of December, and then we'll have a week off uh, for Christmas, and we'll be back on the 2nd of January for some New Year shenanigans. Got a big one for the 2nd of January. We're going back. We're going way back with another um, historic uh, guest. Uh, it'll be up there with um, having Matt Lightfoot on and some of the stories he had to tell. I can't wait for this one. I'm not saying who it is. Um, but, yeah, Matt, you're invited to the Christmas special. Pretty much every single guest we've ever had on has been invited. Plus, we're actually going to be letting some of you guys in chat come on the podcast with us as well. So it's going to be a chance for you guys to just talk about anything and everything. It's going to be messy. It's going to be just... Um, where the, the vibe we're trying to go for is just a massive celebration of Daisy. You know, the podcast, it's worked. I wasn't sure if the formula would work, but I think thanks to my great co-hosts with me, um, yeah, we'll be drinking, zombie. Um, oh, yes, we will. Brim's going to try and take the night off of work, and, yeah, we're going to be starting earlier than usual, um, 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, so that would be yeah. eight hours ago from now is when yeah, we're going to be starting. Be- 8 a.m. UK time for us uh, us Brits, so I might not be there until a little bit later in the day, but yep. I, I reckon I can make some time for some day drinking. Might make my uh, tequila Wonderland eggnog and lose my uh, lose my spot on this podcast within the first hour. It'd be funny as fuck. I've invited Minder. I've invited all the Karma crew. Um, I've invited the Running Man. I've invited... There's so many people, some really big-name people who haven't been guests on the show as well. It's going to be a big one, folks. Um, we've got some of the Daisy dev team coming on as well, so make sure you clear your calendar for it. Um, it's going to be going. Uh, there's, there's every possibility I might fall asleep drunk at the desk. Um, so I'll get my son to I'm set a reminder. Yeah. 
So this it's going to be a huge, huge show. Um, I'm you know, inviting anyone and everyone who's part of DayZ to just come on. You can stay if you fucking want for the whole thing. I don't care. Um, just It's going to be a fun night, a fun night for everyone. So, Mass, will you be there? I will try my very best. Damn straight, you will. That does Damn sound straight. that does sound very good, actually. I I, I am very interested in, in being there and being a part of that as well. I like to uh, you know be there as part of the community. I used to make you know Reddit videos a lot on like showcasing my mod new updates yep. and stuff because the community seems to uh, like me. I don't know why. <laughs> you make good stuff, mate. You make good simple stuff that appeals to people. Yeah, you're not doing Batmobiles and stuff, mate. You're doing good, simple stuff. Better hide that Batmobile I was working on. <laughs> and, you're, and, you're, and you're not in the drama either. You're again, you're one of the one of the cool people that manages to, like you said, because you're not massively on social media. We don't see you getting involved in petty Twitter arguments and things like that. And I think that's uh, that's a good thing as well. Mm -hmm. Something yeah, we're trying reserved. to move away from ourselves. Really... Yeah. Yeah, I the only drama I get into is on New Dawn, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just between group. That's just like group drama. Now, all the best, everyone. Thank you so so much, Mass Brim. A pleasure as always, mate. You're a great co-host. And agreed. Um, next week, who is hosting? Uh, still you, I think. Let me double check. Uh, prospect. Prospective guests. Let's have a look. Oh no, Ben. And oh, that's um fourth from Base Building Plus next week, isn't it? <clears throat> no. No. Nope. Oh, I just gave it away. Judging, <laughs> judging, judging by what I can see on uh, on our Discord. Uh, what is it next week, November the twenty first? We have Windstride. And, and Foxy, Foxy Pope. That we do. So that we do. That will be a that will be a phenomenal episode. Ah oh, damn. I need to speak with Windstride. He's so cool. He is very, very cool. Very, very cool man. I love uh working with him on just like, you know, talking back and forth ideas and stuff. That guy, he's really an inspiration. He's the reason why I uh I've been working on clothing items and stuff lately again. Because nah, he's just so talented in that in that area, he's just and a very busy man too. A very very busy yeah, man. Yeah, I think I think he's probably the best modeler in the community. I would say, personally, definitely up there, no doubt about that. Okay, guys, all the best, everyone. Thank you so so much for being part of the show. Um, big shout out to our patrons, uh, uh, Speeder and Jake Snow, um, and to everyone who subs to the channel, whether it's my channel, whether it's Brim's channel. Um, yeah, all the best, everyone. Check out Mass's stuff. Um, it's probably on a community server near you without you already knowing it. He's definitely um, a very talented uh, person. But Mass, thank you so, so much, mate. Yeah. And if you need to know if an item is mine, just look in the description and check if it has the word Mass somewhere near the end of the description. That's how you know if it's my mod. <laughs> all the best, everyone. Brim? Pleasure as always, mate. I'll catch you in the next uh, next few days. Okay, then. Catch you later, Max. Yep. See you guys later. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Ciao for Been now. Been a great stream.